Blog Talk Radio. just want to welcome you all tonight to Real Girlfriends. We have some newcomers tonight that we would love to have speak and introduce themselves. Um, we want to get started with, uh, let's say, Patty. Patty, you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm Patty. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm 47 years old. I'm a mom of six kids. Um, I have 11 grandchildren. And um, stay at home. I've been a stay at home mom most of my life, but, and was raised on a farm down to Lake Ozark, in a small little town, eight population of eighty one, <laughs> little town. And now I'm in the big city well, now, yeah. big city girl. <laughs> nice. It is awesome to have you on tonight. We love to have fun on here. We just basically talk, answer questions, and get to know each other. We try to build a community and support and encourage each other and all of the women out there who are. Um, trying to, you know, do their own business or just build um, connections with other women in their community. Um, is there is there awesome. someone else? You said that there was another person named Nicole on the line. Is Nicole available? Hey, y'all, uh, this is Nicole. Uh, I'm from Georgia, uh, 30 years old. Uh, I have one daughter. It sounds like huh? it sounds like she might have. You want to tell us a little bit more? Maybe not. <laughs> okay. What was the question? Well, no, I said, do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself? You said you were um, you had a daughter, and then you want to tell us a little bit more about how you found out about real girlfriends and your interests. Oh, uh, I heard. I heard about it through a friend, you know, she she just uh, invited me to join, so I'm very eager, to, uh, I enjoyed the, the show last night, so, you know, I, I'm very intrigued on, on the call and what's going on. Awesome. Well, it is good to have you two here. My name is Kareen, but you can call me Kay because we have someone else on the line named Corin, and sometimes people confuse us, and, but we're not the same person. <laughs> so you can go ahead and call me Kay, and we are going to get started. So tonight we are talking about fatigue and burnout. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure you guys have all heard the words fatigue and burnout. And so I just want to go through and, you know, have each one of you talk about uh, if you've ever felt fatigue or burnout, what was your experience with it? Um, and uh, we're going to start off tonight with Tawanda. The first question for you is, have you ever felt fatigue or burnout? Yes, ma'am, I have felt fatigue and burnout, absolutely. It's been a long time, but, I'm yes, I've definitely experienced that. Mm-hmm. What was it like? 
Um, well, basically, to being fatigued, just being tired, sometimes just not really knowing. Like, normally I'll go, 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 go. So getting tired a lot more frequently, not really realizing it. And then I'm like, okay, I guess I'm done doing too much. Because sometimes when I go so hard and I go too long, I have to fall back and kind of rejuvenate. So um, feeling lightheaded, um, like dehydrated, and just like with burnout, like I said, being just really tired. Like when you're always doing something, you're always working, your mind is always going, you don't really ever take a break. Um, you can feel fatigue, you can feel burnout. And, and the thing is, if you get to that point, nothing else matters. Like, you know what, I don't care what else I got to do. I don't care about the next call. I don't care about the next report. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to just be done with it. So right. it, what I've learned over time is when I started to feel that way, I learned different, of course, slowing down, stopping, getting some rest, relaxation, take a couple of days off because I don't want to ever be at that point. Um, because, you know, if it gets too bad, then, you know, I'm going to push myself. And then sometimes I guess it gets worse and I'm not really sure what happens but I don't want to ever find out. But, yeah, I've definitely been there before. It's been years, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what your stressors were, like what brought you to that point? Well, I think one of the things, um, really going hard, like I said, like I'm a person that does like 10 things at one time, <laughs> and I've been there for a long time. So really doing too much too long without taking breaks. So one time, probably about 12, 13 years ago, when I got to a point where I felt burnt out, I had mm-hmm. just moved, I had a demanding job, and I was always doing so many different things. And at that time, how I handled things, I really I really couldn't handle as much as I can now because I had to train mm-hmm. myself. So I just got, I was at my job one day, and I'm like, gosh, I'm tired. And I just felt lousy. And then I said mm-hmm. to myself, you know what? I think I'm burnt out. Like I had, I, and when I moved, I moved from one state to the next. Had a brand new job. And I took no time off. When I quit my job, my last day was that Friday. That Monday, I started my new job. And it was like 15 years ago, probably. Wow. And most people, most people, like you didn't give yourself a break. And then I was moving at the same time. I just overloaded myself, and I paid for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, were you able to resolve your fatigue or burnout? If you were, how were you able to? If not, if you weren't able to, what happened next? Yeah, I was I was actually able to, and I actually talked to someone that worked at my job with me um, that was a really great listener, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm tired. I think I'm burned out. Like, I'm kind of scared um, to even admit that. But we talked about it. We processed, and she told me some books to read, as a matter of fact, because she had actually been through similar situations of being burned out. And talking to her, for one, was really great to be able to kind of relieve um, stress and talking to someone. And for two, getting some good books to read. And three, she said, take a vacation. Like, literally, I ended up taking, like, maybe, like, four or five days. And then I was the type of person, like, I can't really take off. I just moved. I just got here. But just forcing Uh myself to do that um, really, really helped. Because I think that happened to me, like, twice in life. So, and both times mm-hmm. I had to fall back and take a vacation for like a week um, and actually like get get myself back on track. Good point. Vacation. Okay. Um, so we'll we'll ask, let's see, let's go ahead to Patty. My, I hope I'm not like picking on you for your first call. <laughs> so why don't you tell us, have you ever felt fatigue or burnout and what was it like? 
Oh my goodness, yes indeed. I sure have lots of times, probably more more so than not. <laughs> um, okay. Being a stay-at-home mom is uh, quite a handful when you have six little ones at home, and um, uh-huh. I'm, uh-huh. I'm glad that they're all grown now. Mostly, I got an eight-year-old still at home, but yeah, there's been lots of times where I felt like I like one time my my two youngest had gotten sick, and well, I took one to the hospital, and they ended admitting him in. Well. And my little girl got sick, so I'm up at the hospital with him, and when she's sick, her dad brings her up, and they put the children on opposite sides of the hospital. And I was wow. running back and forth, and I just felt, I mean, there was a space in the room where I had my son at, where my daughter could have come in there, too. I'm not sure why they never put her in there with me, but they never did. And, yeah, I was very fatigued, and I was burnt out on it. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. it was a lot uh-huh. to deal with. Back and forth. wasn't getting enough rest because of the one back and forth, it was really stressful, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty, pretty much went out. There's so you quite pretty a few much, times like that in my Yeah, you pretty much told us the stresses were, you know, that your kids, the kids were having, like, a lot of health issues. And I don't know why they thought it was a good idea to put them on two opposite ends of the, of the hospital. Like, who does that? Didn't make, <laughs> I know. I was uh, at the time I was living in Mississippi, uh, in Mississippi down there. I lived there for like five years. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I were ended you up able myself to... to come over that a little bit? Yeah, I ended up making sure that Daddy came back up there to the hospital because I needed a relief, you know, to be able to leave the hospital, go home and shower, and I would take a nice hot bath and I would relax. Yes, yes, ma'am. And it was well needed and well deserved. <laughs> so very glad I had, that that he was there to help me. All right, uh, Nicole. Is Nicole there? I'm here. Hello. Oh, you want to you want to you want to talk not. with us? I know it's your first time. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know it's 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 funny that this conference calls about this tonight because. I, uh, it's, you know, I felt like that these past two weeks and, uh, you know, the, the cause behind it, you know, was the whole coronavirus. Uh, I tested positive and, uh, I I mean, it was awful, um, lightheaded, easy, you know, I, I, I was sick. And, uh, it, it was to the point that I couldn't even get up out of the bed. Oh and uh, I, I was unable to eat, so it, you know, it uh, it, it was hard. Wow, I'm so glad you made it safely through that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I, you know, I thank God every day that I made it through it because it was, you know, it, you know, people thinking it's the game, but it, it's serious. Mhm. Yes, indeed. Yep. That is very true. Well, it's good that you're safe now. Thank you. Yeah. Um, see? So, Dion? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, go um, ahead. So the, I think the last time, or I, I guess the one time that I guess is most memorable for me is when I experienced, like, a stream um, amount of fatigue was when um, I was working three jobs. I was in my, my early 20s, and um, 
I was just working so much that I just didn't really have time to really sleep and eat properly. So I was at, I think it was like going on two days of no sleeping. I was at one job and I just like wind up, I guess, falling asleep with my eyes open. So, Ah. um, yeah, at that point, I'm like, okay, if I ever feel like I'm close to getting to that point, I know that's when I need to start to slow down. Because, yeah, that's definitely, like, a burnout moment. Um, How are you able to resolve your fatigue? Like, what did you do after that? Um, I wound up having this, like, pretty much the whole next day. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What did you say? No, I had to catch up on my seat pretty much the whole next day. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's good. At least you were like, no, I have to, I have to sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, at that point it wasn't even in my hands anymore. My body was like, no, I can't. <laughs> well, sometimes the body will uh, will uh, make demands, and we just have to obey. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so um, just in talking to fatigue and burnout. I was actually watching some videos on YouTube because I was going through my own moments of feeling sort of fatigued and burned out and overwhelmed, and I was trying to figure out how do other people handle their stress levels when they're feeling overwhelmed, and I watched some really good videos and some um, some YouTube gurus who gave a lot of good pointers um, to handle overwhelm and how to prioritize and things like that. So I took some of their pointers. And so these are some of the questions that I ask myself now and questions that I also want to ask you guys. Like, how, how do you handle feeling overwhelmed? Um, to Wanda, go on ahead. Like, like right now, um, from, from the last time you told us about you were, you were feeling burned out, from then on, how do you feel, handle feeling overwhelmed? Like a champ. And what I mean by that is, when you've gone through something enough times, you have to find out how you can actually deal with it, how you can beat it, how you can overcome it. So let's say, for example, I, like I said, I do a lot of different things. So what I do to prevent from being overwhelmed, even from in the morning when I wake up, when I wake up, I process all day long. I process and I strategize. When I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, I'm in the bed. I'm praying. I'm thanking God to see another day. And then I'm like, okay. Let me think about my day. I look at my to-do list, and I'm like, okay, so the first thing I do is do X, Y, and Z. And I'm thinking, I think about it, I process it, and I pace myself. So even the, even if I may do 100 things, I'm not doing them at the same time, really. And then I'm saying, okay, I'm going to do this first, this first. Then I'm going to take a break. I'm going to relax. I'm going to watch TV. You know, some people tell me, like, girl, you're always working. But what they don't realize is, even though I'm always working, I'm always taking care of myself, self-care, ha-ha. I'm going to relax. I'm going to watch TV. You know, I'm just going to be doing – I'm going to stop everything. Like today I had a power pack day, and then I said I'm going to do all this, and then I'm going to stop around 6 o'clock, and I'm going to get ready to go out, and I'll probably be out for like a couple hours running some errands. But I pace myself, and that's what I do to keep from being overwhelmed because when I know what's going to be ahead, it's going to come. It's not going to, it's not going to sideswipe me. It's not going to hit me in the face mm-hmm. and me not see it coming because I'm going to take a step slow and slow and slow, and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I like how you say um, you processize your day before you even get started, that you plan out the day. 
Um, I think that's a really excellent point because uh, one of the gurus that I watched on YouTube said that he turns his certain parts of his day are a process. Basically, he has a schedule to where at the same time every day he's doing certain things. So whether it's five or six in the morning, he gets up and exercises. Six to seven, he's writing a thousand words for a book. Uh, seven to eight, he's uh, making YouTube videos, and he does that at the same time every day. And I thought that was a really good pointer because I myself can start to feel very overwhelmed by all the things that I have to do if they're not already planned ahead of time. So I think that, you know, I'm going to start using that, uh, the strategy that Tawanda said and this guy on YouTube said of processing and strategizing, sort of uh, planning out ahead of time a process, like a, like a ritual every day. You do the same thing to get, you know, to work further and further your goals. So I think that that's a good point as well. Um, Thank you. What, what about uh, what about you, Patty? Um, how do you handle feeling um, overwhelmed? Um, normally, I talk try to talk to my sister, and she kind of talking to her. It helps out a lot. Having someone to talk to that you know, especially when you're overwhelmed. Because <laughs> I'm I'm good at getting overwhelmed. I'm multitasking and, and stuff and Really alive and forget to take time out there because it just over. I get on override, <laughs> overload, mm-hmm. and I'll talk to her and it mm-hmm. makes it a, a lot better just to be able to talk to her. Yeah, it helps that's for sure. That's definitely true. Like when you build basically a network, right? Kind of like I get about- a lot of overwhelming whenever it comes to like. You know, life in itself, because I only have my sister to fall back on in life. We've lost our, par- our parents, and so it's just the two of us, basically. And mm-hmm. she's been there for me, and I've been there for her, and thank God I got her in my world. Right. All right. Uh, what about you, Nicole? How do you handle feeling overwhelmed? Oh, I, I really, you know, have to pray about it. Once I pray about it, then, you know, I just uh, sit back and, and just relax. And uh, a, a lot of times I get in the shower, and, you know, being in there for some odd reason helps, uh, it helps smooth me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically, yeah, so that's prayer and self-care. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do something similar. Um, so I'll read, um, I'll pray, and I'll read psalms because there's some psalms in there that are super calming. Like I'll, I'll just start reading psalms, and man, it'll just calm me right down. And then I love like, uh, like baths, you know, like like hot tubs, but you know, in your house, <laughs> not like a real hot tub. But yeah, those are very soothing and good for self care. What about you, Corinne? Um, when I'm in a situation where I guess I'm like feeling overload or overwhelmed, um, I try to like take a step backwards and try to see exactly okay why am I feeling this way and try to let's say break things down into pieces so that it doesn't seem as overwhelming and try to um, prioritize that way so that I can try to plan out my day to try to overcome those um overcome those tackles or um 
I guess those um, hills are boundaries or whatever. Um, once, yeah, um, and then once I guess I'm already, let's say, having that feeling of being overwhelmed, then I like to do things like try to, you know, meditate to kind of get rid of that feeling or read a book or try to find something relaxing to do to get over the, that feeling. Okay. Okay. Um, so next question is, do you notice self-neglect when you feel burned out? And this question is for Tawanda. Go ahead. It's so funny you ask that because it kind of coincides with last night's call about self-care because, yeah, mm-hmm. I've been guilty of that as well because times I felt burned out or fatigued or overwhelmed, it's because I didn't stop. You know, I, there's always warning signs. And sometimes we just say, when we see a speedboat, we we push the gas. We don't really stop and slow up. So yeah, um, I've definitely um, been been guilty of that because just sometimes, like like Nicole talked about taking a shower. I love water and I love baths and just soothing. And I just sometimes don't really do it enough. So yeah, I've definitely um, neglected myself, unfortunately. And not even really intentionally. Sometimes we just say we can do it later. And then sometimes later doesn't even come that day or the next day or the day after. And, again, right. self-awareness is about, you know, when you become aware, you can make change. So I guess this week, like, hearing everybody talk about self-care and fatigue and burnout, it's, it's just it's good for me because now I put it in my mind, like, okay, I got to be aware. I got to make sure. So, yeah, I've definitely um, I've been guilty of that. And, want to make sure that I improve in those areas as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you, um, Patty? Do you notice self-neglect self when you feel burned out? Hello? Patty, Patty, Patty. I don't know if she can hear me. We'll go on to um, uh, Corin. Um, yeah, I I feel that way. Um, I notice that like if I'm like feeling uh, drained, then maybe I won't want to try to exercise. I won't, you know, try to do anything extra. Maybe I just want to sleep or, um, you know, just be non-productive if I'm feeling kind of burnt out. What about you, Nicole? Do you notice self-neglect when you feel burned out? Oh, yeah. Um, and, and I think that's what makes me realize that I got, you know, stop and and focus on me and, and the things that, you know, I want to do and, and just take the time out to think about things. So, you know, there's been a lot of times that I just keep going, 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 and you know, it, it gets to that point to where, you know, you can only go so much and then realize, hey, if I don't slow down, something, something about to happen. So, absolutely. All right. Okay. <clears throat> now, um, I just want to find out how you prioritize your tasks and if you ask for help. Um, and these are both to sort of look at overwhelm and how we're combating overwhelm. So, Tawanda, you go first. How do you prioritize your tasks, and do you ask for help? 
Okay, I prioritize in reference to like I was just saying earlier, you know, I, when I get up, I think about my day, I strategize because I want to make sure that, you know, I'm kind of getting everything on point and stuff like that. Um, And, no, I don't necessarily ask for help simply because, you know, I, I know people are busy. People are busy just like I'm busy. People have their own stuff going on, so I don't really burden or bother anybody else with it unless it's like a 911, like, oh, my gosh, I'm stressed out. I really, really need help, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, but no, I don't necessarily ask for help unless I need to, but I try to strategize and stuff like that to make sure I can kind of get back on point. Okay. Um, is Patty there? Let's go on to Corinne. Corinne, what about you? Oh, can you repeat the question again? How do you prioritize your tasks and do you ask for help? Um, I tend to try not to ask for help um, once I feel like I'm overwhelmed. Um, I know I have in the past maybe outsourced to people if I felt like I couldn't maybe meet a deadline just because I didn't want to, you know, not meet that deadline. Um, But that was more or less, I guess, to do with business. But, um Yes, I try to do everything myself, and then sometimes, like I said, does um, get you to a point where you would have to try to prioritize and try to handle, you know, maybe smaller tasks first to get them out the way or, you know, just prioritize um, pretty much like Tawanda said on exactly how you're going to get everything done. Mm -hmm. What about you, Nicole? And it looks like Patty's line dropped, so hopefully she'll be able to call back in. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I, I definitely, uh, you know, I, I like to have things in order so because, you know, I, I like to know what it is the number one thing I need to do and, and the steps to take to, you know, get that did or, you know, what throughout the day needs to be did. Um, uh-huh. I hate asking for help. Um just because I know people have their own lives, um, and, and you know everybody's on different pace and, and things that they got going on. So the only time I, I really ask for help is if I really desperately need it, and I know that I'm not gonna be able to do something on my own. Mm-hmm. Wow, y'all really hate asking for help. <laughs> somebody and you know sometimes like I know I I have a friend that you know she a very busy woman very busy so you know going to her because I don't I don't have friends like that I don't I don't claim too many people in that category so if I'm close to you then I'm and and I know that you're a busy person I'm definitely not going to be like listen I need you to do such and such and, and think that you're going to be able to do it, knowing that you already be overloading yourself. 
So I think that that's probably one of the main reasons that I'm like, oh, so I be, you know, standoffish about asking for help. I'll just rather do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I think that all of your points are good ones. I noticed that, and I'm the same way. I tend to to hate asking for help because I feel, mostly I hate asking for help because I feel like if I ask, they're probably going to say no. And then I'll be like feeling rejected and, re- you know, feeling rejection is painful. And so that's why I don't like asking for help. But I think that asking for help is important. It doesn't have to be somebody close to you or somebody, for example, with my move, one way of asking for help is outsourcing work that is impossible for me to do. Like I could go on Craigslist and, you know, hire a couple guys for 50 to 75 bucks each to help me move my stuff. That's one way of asking for help. Um, I mean, it involves money, but it's still, you know, people helping you uh, and you wouldn't be doing it by yourself, right? So outsourcing work is something that um, that Steve mentioned, Corinne mentioned, outsourcing for work. So I think that we, we can sort of be like, you know, more creative in the way that we think of asking for help. Like most people think, oh, I have to ask someone I know to help me. And that's not the only way to ask for help. Um, hiring a babysitter is a way of asking for help. I mean, you have to come out your pocket, but somebody's still helping you. You, you guys feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's a good point. So that's a good way of putting it. Um, let's see. So, okay, so the next section is about play, playtime. Even though we are all grown women here, with our most of us have our own children, playtime is still important for us to have. So we're going to start with how do you find playtime, or how do you find time to play and have fun? Tawanda, go ahead. <laughs> don't scare us, girl. Please don't scare us. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> Popcorn. 
rejuvenate. But I have a long uh-huh. list of stuff that I enjoy to do when I'm playing. But that is all I will share uh-huh. tonight. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tawanda. <laughs> okay. So what about you, Nicole? Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Nicole, what I, about I, you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I know her. Please <laughs> say. <laughs> <I>, uh, <laughs> don't get started up on this uh, call tonight. But, uh, oh, she yeah, I, I, wait. <laughs> okay, I, Cherry. Uh, I, 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 I just like to have fun. Oh, it you know it, it's like Tawanda said. You you work hard and play harder. So just, just being able to focus on myself and and pamper myself and enjoy myself. So um yeah, you know I I got a few things that I enjoy doing. So it's it's definitely not a call that we should have tonight. <laughs> Maybe we'll save it for Tawanda's uh, uh, sex and power th- uh, episode. <laughs> oh, you you remember that? We're gonna close we're gonna close the month out with a big bang. <laughs> what about you, uh, C? Um, <laughs> yeah, C. Okay, so yep. for my emotional health, 
um, good relationships. I have good relationships with good people like you ladies, and I just I keep Aww. the good vibes going because it helps me to feel better and just really keeping good vibes. That's extremely important for me because I hate negativity. So, yeah, good vibes and good people, absolutely. All right, did you say physical and what, what's the other one? Spiritual. Okay, so for physical, you know, I'm a work in progress when it comes to physical. Um, that is an area that I really need to improve, and I'm not doing a whole lot other than thinking about what I need to be doing. <laughs> so that is an area I definitely need to, to grow in. And spiritual, oh, that's definitely, um, that's probably one of my strongest areas because I pray. My faith is extremely mm-hmm. strong, and I pray, I read, um, I don't really meditate. That's something I want to start doing. But I do have quiet time uh, with myself, with with my Lord and Savior. And um, actually, and that's very powerful and very strong for me. And people always ask me, you know, you're always upbeat. You're always excited. And even when I'm not having great days, I'm still turned up to the max. And that is really because of, of my spiritual um, health. And I just always stay on 100. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's get it popping. Nicole? Nicole, talk to us. uh, Mental, you know, uh, I've actually had a a good amount of downtime, you know, since the whole coronavirus. And so I've actually been, like, on Google, like, studying so much different stuff. And uh, it's amazing. At what you know, you can find out on Google. You just have to type it in, and uh, mm-hmm. so it, it's amazing to be able to learn the things I've learned over the past hmm, week, week and a half, two weeks, and um, you know, I, I'm always um, as far as spiritual, I'm always uh, talking to my guy, um, cause he he's such an amazing guy. And, uh, you know, he keeps me going on a daily. So, you know, you have to give him all the praise and glory for that. And uh, Mm -hmm. physical, oh, boy. Listen, let me tell you, I done started walking. I done started doing jumping jacks. I done started doing squats. Like, I got to get tired. Oh, wow. I know that's right, girl. I got to lose some weight. So, you know, I, I got some people that they come to, they, they say, dang, you, you done lost some weight, girl. I was like, thank you, girl. But, you know, it, it's just, uh, you know, to hear that, you know, it, it keeps you inspired and keeps you wanting to do it. It keeps you motivated because you're like, okay, well, these people see, you know, the things that I'm actually doing. So you want to continue mm-hmm. to do it because it's a motivation. Absolutely. Right. Right. So what I try to do um, with for the mental and emotional aspects is lately, and this I think I passed on to, um, to Wanda in the, the Facebook groups, is I've been listening to a lot of stuff on YouTube and just trying to learn how to combat negative thoughts with positive thoughts because negative thoughts control your emotions, but they start in your mind, right? They start in your mind, and then they control how you feel. So I've been trying to listen to a lot of um, positive uh, messaging, uh, listening to a, a lot of uh, uh, experts on how to change your mentality so that your emotions are to positive emotions. So that's how I've been doing that. And then um, 
the spiritual aspect, I, I read and pray. I uh, try to keep on the most, uh, a spiritual connection with my God. Um, now, the physical, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to admit that I have been seriously whacking. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> other than trying to eat healthy, I haven't really been very, very uh, good on the physical part. So, I need to put that on my to-do list, I suppose. So, uh, let's see. What about you, Corinne? Did, I, did Corinne already go? Oh, no, I'm here. I, no, I can go now. For the the mental aspect, I I do do like this app on my phone and also one that's on the computer. It's called Elevate and then Luminosity. So it's supposed to strengthen your your brain by giving you activity, um, mental game um, to do. Um, so I do that for I guess mental health. Um, for spiritual, um, I am. Um, somewhat religious and spiritual, so um, I do try to um, pray daily, um, and I'm trying to get back into meditation, but I used to meditate a lot, um, so I'm trying to get back into that. Um, physical, um, not so much right now, other than what I, I was normally doing, which is like just walking, um, like if I had to run errands and stuff like that, but um, I'm... I want to get back into exercising and, um, but yeah, well, I'll figure that part out. <laughs> um, and was there anyone that I forgot? Um, the, they were mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. Oh, and yeah, and, and emotional, yeah, I'm not really, I'm probably neglecting that. I'm not really sure there's anything that I do in terms of that. Okay, so the conclusion, I really wish uh, Patty had been able to rejoin us again, but um, the conclusion is um, just, you know, the subject of fatigue and burnout and overwhelm, I think that, you know, like Tawanda said, it's been sort of like a connecting theme that has been overlapping on a lot of the the podcasts that we've been having. Um, And overall, I think that if we can try to keep in mind to take care of ourselves mentally, um, just, you know, making sure that when we have negative thoughts, we try to replace them with positive thoughts. Physically, getting out there and doing physical exercise, like, you know, not being a slacker like me. Um, Emotionally, our mentality can change our emotions and spiritually focus on doing something spiritual. Um, So, yeah, do do any of you have something else you want to add before we start wrapping it up for the night? I want to, this is Tawanda, I want to add that I just saw a text come in from Patty that she's so sorry, but her phone lost connection, and she tried to uh-huh. dial back in, but her, something's wrong with her phone, but anyway, she hates that she is missing it, so I just want to let you know that. She just said oh, that okay. a couple seconds ago. Yeah, it's too bad we missed her on here. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... So, what is, uh, Tawanda, you want to let us know what's going to be happening tomorrow night? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that answer. She's not because tomorrow is going to be, um, I'm going to be hosting. She's going to be hosting. Oh, okay, okay, and okay. <laughs> so, see, you want to let us know what's going to happen tomorrow night? <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> Tomorrow night we're going to be covering the question, can guys be just as friends, um, just as good as a friend as your girlfriends are? So basically, do you think your male friends can be just as good of a friend as your girlfriends are? Awesome. That sounds like I'm looking forward to that subject. That's going to get deep. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) All right. So then you guys have a good night, and we will wrap it up, and we'll be back on tomorrow. Good night. I have a good night.